Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to They Talk, a good game. Your favorite rugby league podcast, which for months has been torn apart by the COVID pandemic. But today, after months apart, we are here in the same studio, in yeah. the same room. I'm Lockie, I'm Drover Harvey. Hello, what a privilege it is to be here, of course, coming to you with our off-season specials. And we're together again, together. at last. Wow, look at this, we're bouncing off each other. Look at the energy, <laughs> look at that. Boom, boom. It's Space perfect. Up. It's perfect, look perfect. at that. Uh, uh, what a response. We're going to finish each other's... Sentences. Oh, I think so. There we go. Um... <laughs> um Today it's the Manly Boys. It is. Manly Seagulls, the mighty Manly Boys. My yeah. team, of course, our listeners will know. And uh, shall we just tap into the best player there is, at least this year, Tommy Trebojevic, <laughs> Dalian Medlis. Why not? Let's go for it. I mean, was this the best year of footy from an individual you've seen? Probably. Yeah? Probably. Is Yeah. I mean, you know, the numbers speak for themselves in the fact that in the Dallium count, he was like going at a rate of 2.7 points per game. That's insane. Like, and if he'd played the whole season, uh, he would have like broken Jonathan Thurston. I think it was record of the most, most Dallium points by like more than 10. Like he would have smashed it. This is a fellow who only played 18 games. Yeah. Scored 28 tries, got 28 try assists. Yeah, those, those numbers just are uncomparable to many other <laughs> footy players across their lifetimes, across their careers, let alone just one season. I know. Um, it's incredible. It's, it's great to see. It is great to see. Um, he certainly, I uh, carried the hopes of many, many manly faithful. Yeah. Throughout not, the year, I'm not sure if this is going to end up being one of the fan questions because we haven't looked at the fan questions yet. We'll look at them when we get to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but without Tom Trebojevic this year, where do Manly finish on the ladder? They were they were I, com- noting that they were last. Yeah, just about before he sort of came back into the side. Look, it's a tough one because certainly we had that slow start that without the injection Tommy provided, we wouldn't have got the momentum to finish top four, maybe not even top eight. Mm. But looking back at the end of the year, if you look at that side and say, "Well, there's no Tommy there," do they still make the eight? I think so, based on where he got them to. Based probably. on where he, probably he got lifted the, yeah. the team a little bit. But uh, no, you know, there's nothing to suggest they, they wouldn't have turned it around eventually. Yeah, but they certainly wouldn't have been top four. No. Like, I, you could rule them no. out of that. Um, yeah. Eels and Roosters fared better without missing their key player or yeah. with missing some key players. They probably could have made a charge on the back end towards a, a seventh or an eighth. But yeah, probably not in that top, 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 top contention no. of teams. Um. Shall we go over the Manly season ladder progression? Yes, please. Yes, okay. Um, well, after round five, they were just only one win off the bottom. They were on. They were dead last for the first four rounds, and they just get that one win and puts them in that sort of 13th to 15th contention. Yep. Then, this is the remarkable part. Get ready for this. By round 15, they're equal sixth. 
equals sixth by it's round 15. Big jump. Big jump. Unbelievable. Um, they're there just, you know, in the battle and already people are talking about, you know, they're on there trying to make the top four and then by the end of their fourth. So a real rise throughout the season for Manly. They didn't really take a backward step in their progression. They probably slowed down in their rap rapidity yeah. of rising up the ladder yeah. towards the end. But because early on it was just like, boom, 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 higher and higher up the ladder we go. Yeah, I think they were a side that obviously when you, they had Tommy in the team earlier on in the season, teams just didn't know how to stop them. Mm. And so it was fairly easy, you know, to play consistent footy, cut out the mistakes and give the ball to Tommy enough times and we should win the footy match. Yeah. By the time finals come around or the back end of the year, lots of teams have put together a, a, at least a plan on this is where Tommy's strengths are. And this is how we can exploit them. Mm. And so that probably slowed down, you know, how strong our performances were because the others improved. Yeah. Um, Ryan Girdler described Manly as flat track bullies after they lost oh, that first week of <laughs> buddy <laughs> Ryan Girdler. He's a classic, a, a known rival of this podcast <laughs> yeah. on Triple M Sport. That's it. Ah. The enemies. Stealing our listeners. Yeah, well, it's us or them. You know, most people, if they're going to choose to listen to a rugby league <laughs> audio format, it will be us or Triple M. That's right. That's so, right. So, you know, um, that's why we, that's why, you know, Gerds, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, but don't come for us. <laughs> it's a Paul Gallon v. Josh Alloway type rivalry going oh, on. That, that's Speaking of Manly, exciting. there we yeah. go. That's, that's something we can. Alloway putting the gloves on. I think he's going to get beat the it's hell out of It seems like that, but gosh, I would love to see him smash Paul Gallon. Oh, I to would too. I would too, 100%. Yeah. I don't want a deflated ally turning up to pre-season camp. No. But one that's just not... You definitely don't want, you definitely don't want a heavily concussed ally t- <laughs> turning up to pre-season. <laughs> no. It's a bit of a worry, like, you know, when you've got players who are already competing in other sports before yeah. they've retired. <laughs> you yeah, know. I guess that's just the pressure of... Being a professional athlete, they've yeah. got to make money while their body's fit and firing. And yeah, I don't blame them too much in the preseason or off season, but mm. I'm sure different coaches have different views on it. Yeah, no, look, I think I think it'd be worse if Des were to say no, you can't. Yeah. That would be worse for the relationship of them and worse for the club as a whole. So for sure, all for it, especially if he comes back confident after knocking out Paul Gallen. Mm-hmm. So we get into some fan questions, Harvey. Yeah, let's do There's it. There's a few. So just it, it's exactly what you asked for. Perfect. You know, you wanted you wanted more rather than less. Um, I will maybe refer to you for some of these for a lot of these questions because obviously you are the expert. You're our in-house manly in- fan. In-house expert, yeah. In-house yeah. resident. Okay. Baby Boltana seventy nine asks Tommy Turbo Dally M in twenty twenty two. I genuinely don't see why not. Cool. I think it's up to a, like a good chunk of other players who are just that bit slower and that you know tier below this year to mm. step up. Yeah, because Tommy's going to have all the skills and all the you know resources he had at his disposal this year. Next mm. year, the side's going to look pretty similar. You know, yeah, teams might defend better against him this year than they did. You know, the year just gone. But I think he has to be the favorite or well, one off. Yeah, probably. I mean, um. I guess I think about Nathan Cleary. He's won everything there is to win in this in this sport, uh, or at least in the Australian league of this sport. Yeah, and he is yet to win a M. So I guess that desire is there for him. Um, the thing that is more in Tom's favour is the current system of the M points, and that yeah. 
Oh, for sure. He, he's Tom's a less magnet. likely to have other players to steal points from him. Yeah, that's the downside to Cleary in that Pen- Penrith side who's yeah. so star-studded. Mm. You know, points are going all over the park when they have a good performance. Whereas if Manly win, you can be fairly certain Tommy or DCE are picking up those three points. Yeah, well, that's how DCE probably ended up in the top five this year is that once again, it was those two were getting Yeah, they just play such a key role. And it's, yeah, if I had unique. to give a yes or no, I'm going to give no just based on probability of someone winning back-to-back. It just doesn't happen often. Fair enough. Thurston never really did it. I don't think Smith did it. I don't think any of like these... I can't remember the last one to win back-to-back. I'm trying to think. Slater? I think, oh. it, I think it would have been the 90s. Okay. Um, well, maybe it's Tommy this year. I think Joey Johns won in 97, 98, but I could be wrong. But that's that's all. You know, I can if we think. were on top of this, we could have done a bit of research or even googled it right now. The whole- <laughs> 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 <Let's-> <laughs> As we speak, no, it's better to do your own googling. Do your own googling. Um, okay. On that same note, uh, yeah. Baby Boltana, same same uh, person, same fan, same listener, asks top three in twenty twenty two. Manly top three on the ladder. On the or ladder, our top three players. No, I think will they make the top mm. three? I'm going to say no. Yeah. Uh, if and it's you know, I think they could potentially come fourth again, but I see if anything, it's either fourth or sliding a little bit. I'm going to say yes because cool. I'm going to say that the Rabbitohs might slip up a bit. They'll still be competitive, but without Wayne Bennett, mm. Dimitri's first year, so mm. man, he could take that spot. The threat I think comes from Roosters whether they're going to bounce back. Stronger yeah, than ever. That's right. Into that top three. I think Penrith and Storm are pretty much locked for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to say Manly. Okay. Top three. Well, I'm going to say no, but I don't think they'll be horribly far away from it. You know, I think I see them being in a similar sort of spot as they were this year. Mm-hmm. Hulk underscore Hogan underscore official asks, do you think Manly's terrible start affected how they played later games without Turbo? Um, well, I think they definitely improved without Turbo as the year went on. So yeah, we, we learned to win without him or play better without him, that's for sure. I think mm. the slow start could be a number of things and the fact that Tommy was also missing and then came back so strongly really highlights his influence. Mm. But Manly are traditionally fairly slow starters anyway. Last couple of years, I don't think we won round one or round two. Mm. Um and so maybe there were other influences to that slow start as well. But Kieran Foran was getting his first couple of games back with DCE. That took a while to develop. And when it came back, it was much, much better. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, not just down to Tommy, I don't think, the way that we played. But slow starters anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess if Tom had started the year and then he got, and then he was missing during Origin or something during the year and, and that side of this year hadn't played without him yet, they probably, it might have been disastrous for them and they might have just like, you know. Yeah, I think so we would have imploded that, yeah, more. So the fact that they already had that experience of playing without him, yeah, it probably helped the fact when he then missed games. Yeah, I think it gave later. Garrick some valuable experience at fullback as well because he, he turned into a shining light and played some sort of man of the match performances standing in for Tommy later on in the year. Yeah, cool. Um, Kobe Naley asks... Grand final contenders? Yeah, I mean, I, I've got to say yes, don't I? Yeah, like well, I've I said top three. If you're in the top three. Said top four. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say grand final. Kind of been, kind of been working our way up the ladder with each question. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd say yes to grand final contenders. I'm If I'm making a prediction right now, I'm saying no to 
them being in the grand final, but you know, contenders, absolutely. Contenders, I mean, they're, they're up there. Yeah, all sixteen could contend for it. All, yeah, absolutely, all sixteen. That's not a very fun opinion. No, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a shocking. Yeah. That's not people like imagine a podcast <laughs> of people just going like doing tips each week, like could go either way. <laughs> yeah. Could go. Look at that one. Could go either way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they say: anyone can beat anyone in rugby league. <laughs> that's just every time. So yeah. Got to pick. Got to. <laughs> got to sit on some side of the fence. Um, oh, this this next question is kind of similar from the Dolphins NRL. Will they rise or fall on the ladder? Feels like we've both sort of given our answers. You've yeah. gone like either the same or higher, and I've kind of gone either the same or lower. Mm-hmm. We'll skip over that one. Um, oh, we we mentioned this. Uh, we mentioned this before. Um, I'm not sure if this is in reference to 2021 or 2022. We'll see. We'll kind of answer both, I guess. Dildo Baggins 14 asks. Tom Trebojevic injured for the whole year. What position does Manly finish? So, like, are we talking about mm. the sort of thing we talked about before, where if it's 2021, he doesn't play? Or are we talking about 2022? Disaster strikes, but they have had this year under their belt. I think it's more interesting. Let's look to 2022. Yeah, I agree. I so, think, well, my answer would be we'd finish eighth next year without Tommy and we'd finish ninth this year without Tommy. Okay. And yeah, I think cool. the the experience and value added to the side, especially filled with lots of young players mm. this year, means they'll be better off at winning next year, even if Tommy's not there. Cool. But this year, a side without Tommy, never would have got momentum, never mm. would have got those good experiences and that confidence mm. and would have never played as good footy. Yeah. I'm going to say without Tommy this year, 11th. And I'm going to say with, without without Tommy next year, Ninth. Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Subhuman Scum asks, what's the best position for Schuster now and long term? So obviously, debut is a 5'8". He played 5'8 yeah. junior. Now he's in the second row doing a good job there. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a long-term second rower, but I think his best position is 5'8". And mm. I think once Foran goes, mm. Foran signed for another year, so I think they'll stick in where they where they were this year moving forward. Mm. But certainly Foran moves on the at the end of this year. DCE and Schuster partner each other for the final couple of years of DCE's career. Schuster takes over that primary playmaking role mm. in my eyes. He's yeah. probably not a halfback. I don't think he can play as sort of 
hands on his kicking game, game management. Those aren't his strengths. It's his running game, mm. which is his best asset. And so, I, yeah, I view him as a 5 eighth, but I wouldn't be surprised if he stuck around in the second row. Yeah. It's an interesting one because he sort of, I feel like it's sort of backwards to what a lot of, like, I think Brayton Astor's a player who started in this, in the, and John Sutton as well, played most of their career as in their primary position of 5 8, always had that kind of size where later in their career, when they got a bit slower, could shift to the second row, and yeah. they did. Um, but Schuster's kind of been put there straight away. And I just feel like there's a there's a different sort of like workout weight sort of program that you're on as a forward. Yeah, for sure. As opposed to his back. So I feel like, you know, him spending time there now might in end up, you know, forcing him to be a second rower for his whole career just because he'll be a bit bigger, might make him a bit slower. But, you know, yeah, just... Yeah, he could do. I, 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 I certainly think he's got all the capabilities of playing second row to the best of his ability. I don't think moving him to 5'8 is necessarily going to get better football out of him. Mm. I just think he's better balanced for the team there. And if you're going to have a player who's a future star of the game and he has everything, you know, everything points in that direction that he's shown us so far, I think you want him getting his hands on the ball more yeah, in, cool. in that half spot. But the second row, he could lock that down for the next 10 years in Brookvale. Mm. Um, Dylan Wilkie underscore asks are Manly's back three better than any other team's back three for 2022 let's look at 2022 um, well I'm going to say yes I just I just think you've got Saab who's an out yeah. and out speedster Garrick who's top point scorer solid goal kicker and of course you know speed to burn as well with Tommy I'm not really sure who else challenges that like, yeah, uh, the question. Yeah, even though the question's phrased looking to next year, I think they were the. I mean, they were the best back three this year. They, the record breakers, uh, yeah, and point try scoring alone, they were fantastic. But they also set each other up. They worked very cohesively together, and individually, they were amazing. Ruben yeah. Garrick made team of the year. Saab could have been in the com- like he should. He'd be in the conversation for winger of the year. They almost could have had the back three in the Dallium team of the year if not for a, you know. Maybe Toto Johnston, but Saab's right up there. Yeah, for sure. And I just I, looking across the other back threes, like Roosters with Morris, Tupo, and Tedesco is pretty good. Pretty good. But if you look at Penrith or Eels or Rabbitohs, Storm, I have Manly over all of those other yeah. top well, teams. You know, even Storm and Rabbitohs like had solid one, and then one of the wingers was really on fire. But you know, the other one was not as consistently selected in the side and. But Manly, you know, it was just solid. Almost the first yeah, three, uh, almost the first three players written down on the yeah, team sheet. Yeah, it was so so helpful this each year. week. Um, yeah, yeah, big reason of our success is that back three. Okay, last question from Borley08, which is our friend Tim Ball. Love it. He's been featured on Hello, the podcast Tim. before. I'm glad that he's uh, he's finally dipped his toes into the fan questions and for his team. We know he's a Manly fan. So, hi, Tim. Um, <laughs> what signings are needed to give Manly the extra edge in the comp? Um, me, well, you, do you want to... I mean, well, look, I think... I've, got, I've the, got some opinions. Yeah, I think the big question mark in the side is hooker. Yeah. Uh, we've got Lockie Croker, who's converted from being a half into a hooker and done a really, really good job. Certainly mm. 18 months ago, I was 
in the camp that wasn't convinced by his ability to play that, play 80 minutes there. But this year, especially, he played like a true hooker, played 80 minutes a lot of the time and was, yeah, he was great. Um, yeah. We've also got Mane's Farnu, who's still got two years left to run mm. on his deal, or one more year, sorry. There are a lot of people saying that Farnu uh, should come into the side next year. What What would be your opinion in terms of, you'd have to give Croker the first shot at the nine, wouldn't you? If Farnu gets a full preseason, mm. I'd start him in the nine. Yeah, right. I think he was Croker is good. a 14 sort of thing. Croker is having a 14. Haven't got Dylan sure. Walker next year, have you? Not yet. Not yet. It's in the works. Ah, um, okay. He's, he's one of the... Yeah, he, there's a deal that's been floated around, but I think mm. he's also testing the waters. So we'll have to see. He's yeah. yet to be tied down. Um, apart from that, we don't need many signings, I don't think. We've got Ethan Bullimore coming from the Broncos, who I think is a great pickup in the middle. Mm. There's talk of um, Tapau leaving. He's on the final year of his deal. So if he can get a longer-term offer from elsewhere, the club's not going to stand in his way. So that kind of covers that loss. Uh, in in Bullimore, I don't think we necessarily need to go out and spend big money on a middle forward. Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty happy with the squad all, all up, to be honest. Yeah, cool. I I, you know, I think Brad Parker and Morgan Harper are very capable centres, but potentially there's there's room for a, a more class. Obviously, there is there. room. Like there are better centres out there. Mm. I just think for what they give you for the amount of salary cap space that they're taking up, they are exceptional value. Defensively, mm. they've come on leaps of bounds and are really, really strong, consistent players, always brave, taking those early hit-ups, um, never conceding ground on them. Brad Parker's one of the best sort of <laughs> four or five-meter hit-up players in the game. He's never mm. going to break the line, but when you need a solid run and to get some of your big boys back on your side, then... He's always putting his hand up. I just think they're such brave players. Mm. I wouldn't swap them out. Because yeah, cool. I think you then have to compromise elsewhere in, you know, on the park. Mm. You can't have the Trebojevic boys, yeah. DCE, and the other stars that we do, yeah. and then have star-studded centres as well. That is definitely part of it. I think Manly are the only team in the comp that has three players on a million dollars a season. Yeah. So you are going to suffer in other areas. But that's why... You know, I think Des Hasler is the right coach to have a team of players who, you know, to have a lot of the side made up of players who aren't going to command a lot of salary cap. So, you know, it's each to their own. I think it works with him as coach. With someone else's coach, it might not work. Um, didn't necessarily work with Barrett there in the same no. sort of system. A weird strength that I think it actually does give your side is you've got those locked players who are going to be in the starting 13, no matter whether they're coming off a rest, off an injury, suspension, whatever, they're going to be locked in. Mm. And then the rest of them are all fighting for their spot. Mm. And you haven't got these players on five, 600K who should be, if they're playing to their potential in the 13, but they have a couple of off weeks, they go out of form. Mm. You don't want to drop them because you're paying them a lot of money, but there's a bloke on minimum wage who deserves the spot. Whereas if you've got the rest of your squad all earning around the same, you don't have that mental challenge of being like oh i'm dropping a guy who's earning half a million bucks here for a rookie yeah you can just do it because they're all sort of equal apart from your five special ones with golden hats that get to walk around training <laughs> you know um without putting the effort in yeah no it's a, it's a valid point absolutely i like it 
Thanks. I'll let's get in. Let's get into the team nucleus. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, we've been waiting a while for this one. Who's so, Manly got? Yeah, Manly obviously thinking about the future in some regards. This is our players signed up for the next three years through to the end of 2024 um, and beyond. And so those players are Sean Kepi, Hamale Olakawatu, Taniela Paseka, Josh Schuster, Christian Tuipoluto, and for five years, the big boys, Jake Jaboyevic, Tom Jaboyevic. Wow. And wow. of course, potentially, the contract extension to DCE, which is all up in the air at the moment. But there's mm. lots of talk that we're going to tie him down till the end of his career. I think he'll be 36, and I think it'll be a two more years on his wow. current deal. Well, um, yeah, I like it. I like it. I didn't realize Olakowatu is already, already, you know, in that. Kepi, Olakowatu, Paseka, and Schuster could honestly be our starting pack for the next three years. It could be. Jake locks it. Kepi and Paseka in that front row. Olakowatu and Schuster in the second row. Like, I don't see who else is going to come in. Bullamore mm. maybe, but he's going to have to prove his worth. We got Aloye, obviously as well. Tapao's yeah. still there. Yeah, and then you got Turbo, um, which is good to see him mm-hmm. tied up for a long time. Not that he's ever going to leave Manly, I wouldn't suspect, or Jakey. Um, but Christian Tuipolitu, do you know anything about this guy? Yeah, so this guy came to us um, at the same time as Saab did, but he joined from the Roosters. He's also a winger that just couldn't break into the side mm. after Saab claimed his spot. Garrick was pretty much locked in as our Side's goal kicker as well. He never really got the chance, but he's still young. He's obviously signed on a longer deal, so the club's happy with him. Um, I just don't see where he gets into the side at the moment. Maybe he's a centre. He could convert <laughs> to centres, that's for maybe, sure. Maybe it's Tommy Turbo to centre, Garrick to fullback, Tui Paluta to the wing. What happens to Morgan Harper or Brad Parker? Oh, I forgot. No, go on, go on, <laughs> go on. You wouldn't have Tommy in the centres over them, I'm would you? Dis- yeah. <laughs> You're right. Tom's out. Garrick fullback. Tui Paluto on the wing. Yeah, so I think there's still lots that we can see from him as well. Mm. The one big name, I suppose, that isn't on this list that I'm sure every Manly fan wants to see, that's Ben Trebojevic. Yes. The third one. Yes. Well, how, how long is he signed for, do we know? He's only signed up for next year. Although I believe this year he was on a development contract. Maybe mm. he's in a top 30 contract. But yeah. certainly next year we should be seeing more of him and moving forward. He's impressed enough and he has a godly name in the Northern Beaches. So he's going to be given every chance. I forgot prove. about Ben because I, I was um I was going to mention perhaps when we were talking about a, a position that could be strengthened was I was going to say back row depth. But if you look at it, you got the two starters, Schuster, Lekwatu, and then you got... Yeah, well, Sirenen's gone, but you've got Davey still there. Is he still there? Is he gone? Mm, he was just a one-year. I think he's here for next year okay. as well. We've got Davey and you've got Ben Javoyevich. Yep. How good's that? Got Kyle Lawton there as well. He can cover that second row. There you go. Valuable player. Um, yeah, and there are always young guys coming through. Bullimore can play in the second row. I don't think it's an area that we need to improve on. Yeah. Well. But, but thanks for your opinion. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is what, it's what I'm here to do, I suppose. Oh, well, I'm I here suppose to challenge you. You know, we're going to grow as people and as footy fans, oh, and I think we have in a lot of ways. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> um, what is your prediction ah. for the Manly Boys? They're moving forward. 2022. Where yeah. are they going to end up? Um, I had this written down, so oh. I'm going to quickly get up my note because I was like, 
Gosh, yeah. this is the it's bit you've done the, the where I thought. <laughs> it's where I thought. prep for. It's where I thought. Go on. Fourth again. Wow. Fourth again. Yeah, I quite like third. I'm going to lock in third. I want to see improvement. Cool. My, my logic earlier that the Rabbitohs might drop down a bit. Mm. And gives Manly the edge. Still a few people yeah. to, uh, to, to, a few teams to fit in there. Panthers, yep. Storm, Roosters. No, I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to lock in third. The same I'm ranking hoping, that you gave to the Roosters, third. Yeah, I'm third. hoping for first. Are you? I am. As right. as the team I support, <laughs> I'd really like it if they could win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I say it out loud, I might jinx it. So. Yeah, but everyone somewhere is saying that about the team they support. So this whole jinxing thing is bullshit. Oh. I'm sure that last year a Panthers fan somewhere said, I hope they win <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> That's true. Guess what they did? So there you go. Yeah. Jinxing's bullshit. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Jinxing, superstitions, it's all bull crap. I've, I'm glad we've got that. That's Clear right. Yeah. yeah. Every year I say, I hope the Tigers <laughs> miss the eight. And every year they do. Yeah. I'm not jinxing it at no, all. Never, never. No. Yeah. Well. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more to say about Manly. Not at this time. No. <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.